This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Have you found your purpose in life? You're about to learn three elements needed to find your purpose and five tips for identifying your strengths. So get ready to take notes and assuming you're not driving or walking the dog. But before I introduce my guest today, please head on over to overwhelmsucks.com. Yes, I did say that. Overwhelmsucks.com to get my brand new free guide, five quick ways to conquer overwhelm, overwhelmsucks.com. Misty Sites is a two-time cancer survivor. Certified life and energy coach, course creator, and speaker with over 15 years of corporate leadership experience. She helps purpose-driven women who are feeling stuck in their lives or their careers to find their purpose and vision so that they can become the person they were meant to be and live a fulfilling life. Misty, how are you? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, This is released on july 14th we recorded this yesterday and the high here in houston 106 a heat index 116 so i'm already getting nasty text messages from my my air conditioner going what's the temperature going to be like i mean it just gives up the ghost by three o'clock in the afternoon i just can't it just can't keep up but anyways we're not talking about the heat in houston we're not talking about my air conditioner we're talking about life's purpose and what i find interesting and I've actually been talking a lot about this on social media and you know, people I, I talk to on social media. A lot of people don't have a mission. They don't have dreams. They don't have goals. They don't have desires. And I'm like, why don't you? I mean, this is, this is your life and you should have some direction where we're going. So I want you to start out by giving us like your assessment on people's you know, following their life dreams, you know, where do you see the state of the world now? Well, you know, you couldn't be more true on that. I think with COVID, it was such a change for everybody um, going through that. Uh, There's so much isolation and people started to realize that they weren't feeling fulfilled. They weren't feeling purpose. They weren't feeling that daily drive in their lives. Um, and I think that was really a time for a lot of people to do a lot of self-reflection, including myself. Um, I think that, you know, they started to realize that, you know, maybe this isn't the right job I'm in and maybe I have more to do with my life. It, purpose is one of those things that, you know, you have it kind of deep down in your core and you're, you're, you have that calling, so to speak. And if, if you don't, if you're not in it right now, you're usually always searching for it, right? It's kind of that lifelong quest. What is my purpose? What am I meant to do with my life? Why am I not feeling fulfilled? So this is one of those things that I really spent, you know, a lot of time with my my clients and, you know, so forth to try to really help them get clear on that. You know, what are they meant to do and and what's going to make them happy? You know, what, how can they serve others and give back? Um, these are all a part of finding that purpose in their lives and living that fulfilled life. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting. The first thing, the first step my clients go through when they, I have a program called 90 Days to Busting Overwhelm. And the first thing we talk about is clarity. Absolutely. And they think we're going to talk about planning and to do lists. No, we got to, we got to get clear. I mean, are you clear? And and that's probably the most painful thing my clients go through because they're like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, well, I don't know what you want. And so we try to unpack 
you know, what do you want? It's your life. What do you want? And I, and I always tell people money can't drive you. I wake up every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, 366 in leap year, excited for the day. And if you don't wake up like that, there's nothing wrong with you. You are just not in a, a job, an occupation, whatever that excites you. If you still are breathing and you can still think and you can still learn things, well, then you need to spend time. And this is what we're going to talk about on the show, I'm sure. Well, what do you want? Once you find out what you want, then the opportunities are out there. The the knowledge is out there, but it all has to start with what you want, correct? I agree. But I think, you know, one of the things that, you know, we don't always realize is that's actually a really hard question to figure mm-hmm. out for yourself. Right. It is. We think it's so easy with everything else in life. You know, I want chocolate chip ice cream. I want, you know, to go for a bicycle ride. Right. But we don't really know what we want to do for the rest of our lives. And that can seem like such a big and daunting question. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. I, I love how Kathy Lee Gifford puts it in her book. If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. Now, you may not know what your purpose is, but you have one. And I, I, I don't want the listener to go, well, I don't know. I'm 50 years old. I'm 57. Okay. And I didn't find out what I wanted to do. It's about five or six years ago. You just keep searching, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube channels, keep exposing yourself to different things. And all of a sudden, yeah, I want to do that. Then you start learning more, but don't give up. I mean, I plan on running at least one mile when I'm on a hundred years old. Okay. So don't, don't think that you're 50, 60, 70, 80 years old. You are still alive and you need to ring out every day for all it's worth because you will never get another opportunity to live today. So don't go, I'll start tomorrow. Yeah. Misty gave me a lot of great ideas, but I'll start it next week or even worse. I'll start it January 1st. No, you need to start it today. The only exception is if you're going to bed after you listen to this podcast, then start it tomorrow, but no more delaying, no more procrastinating. You need to start figuring out what you want to be when you grow up because no one's going to do it for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one, one tool that can be very helpful for this is actually journaling. And I think not a lot of people do it, but really getting your thoughts down and starting to kind of review this. Uh, You can do reflections at the end of the evening. You can do it in the morning, you know, but that really helps with the clarity on where you want to go in your life and what you want to do. It's a really helpful tool. One of the habits I've gotten into, uh, thanks to Grant Cardone, is to write my goals down in the morning and at night. A lot of people, if they have goals at all, they may create them maybe the third or fourth week of December, and then they don't think about them for another year. But when you write them down, the research is actually out there. People who write their goals down one or two times a day, every day, they're more likely to achieve those goals because now they're on the front of their mind. They're not going, huh, what were my goals? They don't do that. So I encourage people, and you don't have to have a fancy planner. You can use a notebook, a back of an old scrap piece of paper. Write your goals down every day. And don't copy the ones from the day before. This is a mistake everyone makes. Whatever on your heart, just write it down. And then tomorrow morning, write it down. And what you're going to find out, different, you're going to be exposed to different ideas, and different ideas are going to start popping into your head. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. But you got to do the work. And a lot of people just think that, I don't know, the, 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 the fulfillment fairy is going to come to your house and go, here's your, here's your life's fulfillment. That's not going to happen. You have to go out and look for it. 
Absolutely. But I think too, as in doing that, we have to look at them every day too. write them down, but look at them every day. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, you mentioned Grant Cardone and there's a lot of different people out there that are successful and, you know, doing this and they, it, they've made it a proven track record of doing this. It does show results. Mm -hmm. So doing it every day, but looking at it every day, making sure that you're, you're having it in front of you and you're reviewing it, you know, keeps it, keeps it, kind of present in your mind, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Okay, so let's, we promise people, or I promise people, don't let me down, Misty, that we're going to talk about the three elements needed to find your purpose and then the five tips for identifying your strengths. So let's start with the three elements that everyone needs in order to find your purpose. So now if you're out walking the dog or you're out running or you're driving, you have our permission to re-listen to this episode because this is going to be information you're going to need. I don't want you just going, oh, that's nice. I want you to do something. So what are those elements, Misty? So I think first and foremost, we talked about purpose being a calling, right? It's something that you feel deep down in your core, your gut, you know, that you're you're meant to do something, right? And it's one of those things that we call it a calling because when we find what it is, we actually, we recognize it like it's an old friend, right? It, it's like, this is it. This is what I meant to do, right? Um, I think you and you and, you know, what you're doing, you recognized it right away when you saw it. Same with me. When I got into coaching and so forth, I loved my corporate career. I did. But this was my calling and I knew it as soon as I came across it. And, you know, it just, it spoke to me. I, I instantly knew that this was what it's supposed to be. So it's so important to listen to that gut of yours. And, mm-hmm. you know, as we talked about earlier, Mark mentioned about, you know, getting out, you know, doing new things, reading things. There's ways to spark your inspiration, get out of your environment, you know, read things, keep learning. You know, this is going to spark that inspiration to lead you towards following your calling and finding what that is. So mm-hmm. that's, that's number one. Okay. Number two is to really love what you're doing. It, yes. You know, love it, but it has to be your passion, right? You have to be passionate about it. We can do things, you know, we're all very talented. We're all very skilled. We can do a number of things, but if we're not passionate about it, we're not going to continue to do it, right? So your purpose mm. absolutely has to include your passion, right? Yeah, and, I tell people, you cannot be your most productive self unless you're doing what you love to do. You may be good at something, but if you hate doing that thing you're really good at, you will not do it as good as you would if you love doing it. And I'm so glad you said love what you do. It is, people don't think about that, but it is so powerful. It is. And it also, when you love what you do and you're passionate about it, it improves your productivity, right? You don't want to stop working. And I know, you know, for myself, right, I love what I do and I don't want to stop working. It's a chore for me to to kind of pull back and take the breaks that I need to because I could do this every hour of every day. I Mm -hmm. love it so much. Right. And, and it's not work at that point. When exactly. you're doing what you love to do, it's it's when, I, when I'm with my clients or I'm doing a podcast, it's not work. It's not like, oh, I got to interview Misty. It's, I love doing this stuff. So it's not work for me. Absolutely. You jump out of bed Monday morning, right? It's like, it's not like, oh gosh, I have to go back to the office. Yep. No, some of us might love going back to the office. Absolutely. I'm not saying anything, you know, 
that. But, you know, it does, it gives you energy. It gives you life, right, in what you're doing. And that's so important because, you know, if you don't have that passion in there, that there's a huge piece of that missing. Okay, so we got two things done, the calling and loving what you do or your passion. So what is the third element that we need to have? The third thing is so, so, so very important. It is to be able to impact others and to be of service. Mm. You have to find a way that you can help others and do what you love, but impact them you know, change their lives. It's something to be able to do something that you enjoy, but there's another level of fulfillment that you get from seeing how you help others. And it's so important to incorporate that into your purpose Mm -hmm. because it's going to give you that piece of fulfillment that, you know, makes, makes the whole, you know, purpose. You know, you've got your passion, you've got impacting in service to others, which gives you fulfillment, and you found your calling, right? And these are kind of like the rudimentary um, elements to finding your purpose. And they were very, they're very powerful. They're very simple, but they're also very difficult because most people are not going to what is my calling? Do I love what I, what I do? Am I helping other people? They're going through life on autopilot. So you're going to need to take totally. some, some time, listener, to get a notebook, go someplace quiet, don't be on your phone, and just just brainstorm. Just write. Don't, don't worry about if you're doing it right or wrong. Just write. Okay, so those are the three elements. Now you say there's five tips for identifying your strengths. Now this is something I know a lot of people struggle with. They're like, Cause I did this for a while too. I'm like, I, uh, what are my strengths? And I, I will share this with you. And I shared this one on another episode of the show that when I was in school, I took one of those career assessments. Now keep in mind, I went to school. We're talking 1979, 1981, 82. Okay. So we're, we're talking way back yonder in the olden days. And I took one of these tests. Now, now looking at it and thinking back at it, I probably just didn't care. I was a ninth, 10th grader. I just wanted to go out and play you know, sports with my buddies. I didn't really care. So that's probably why I got the results I did. But they said I should be in the agriculture. I'm not in agriculture. If I try to plant something, it dies. So I think I might have just like didn't care about the exam. I just wanted to go play. So what are some tips? Because everybody's wondering, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? How do I know what my strengths are? And what would you say to them? Do you feel overwhelmed and frustrated? Are you under a lot of stress? There's a better way. You only get one life, so why not feel peace and freedom and enjoy your life? You can. Find out more at 90daystobustingoverwhelm.com. Absolutely. And some people might think that they already do know what their strengths are, but do you know what all of them are, right? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, as part of my course, I have you know, for identifying your strengths, it's really good to start with my actual number one tip, which is doing Mm self-assessments. I think it's so important for us to get out there and take self-assessments because you're going to learn new strengths that maybe you were not aware of. So there's things that we may be doing in work and feel like we really identify with those. 
you know, but there's other ones that maybe you've not discovered yet. Um, so it's really important to identify those through self-assessments. And my advice would be to just take as many self-assessments as you can. There are a ton out there. Um, each one's different. And, you know, they're fun to take, you know, it's one of those things you just take at your leisure, right? And it, it gives you some awareness on what those strengths are, which is really important because I think the more you take these exams, the more you can kind of see if there's a pattern, right? Are there certain strengths that are showing up now that maybe you weren't aware of or certain ones that you were aware of that are coming up time and time again? So it's really important to see that pattern because once you see that pattern, you can start to think about, okay, in life, right, how can I maybe leverage this in my current career or in the path that I want to take going forward? So what are what are some places or some names of assessments? Because maybe someone's like, I what's she, what kind of assessments is she talking about? So can you give us a couple names of those or maybe give us a resource or maybe you got a resource on your website that you can share with us? You know, where are these assessments that you recommend us take? Absolutely. Um, I do actually have a resource sheet that I can go ahead and give you after this and you can go ahead and upload it for our listeners. Um, so some big ones that people have already heard of would be like the disc assessment. Ah, okay. Right. That's a big one. Yep. Myers-Briggs. That's another big one. Right. Um, but there's a ton of them. There are some, those two, I think Myers-Briggs used to be originally be free, but there might be a small price to that as well. On my resource sheet, I do have the prices listed. Um, I think on that resource sheet, there's 10 different self-assessments and I give you, I'll let you know whether they're free or if there's a charge to them as well. Um, but they're, all of them are beneficial. I think, you know, the investment with the disc, that's actually one that I am, I am, uh, incorporated into my program because it is a costly one. So I wanted people to get the most benefit from that one. And it is an insightful one, but Myers-Briggs would be another one that I really think is a good one. Okay. Interesting. So number one tip, I feel like we're on a countdown show. Number one, we should start, <laughs> start with number five and gone to number one. Okay. So number one is take self-assessments. What would then be another tip for us? Um, so the second tip would be to ask your family and friends what they feel your greatest strengths are. I think this gives you an outside perspective. Again, we're talking about maybe not always identifying those strengths that you have. It's one thing to kind of know what you know, but there's things that you just don't know. And I think from that perspective, these people know you extremely well, right? Your close friend, your family, they see what you're good at. You know, they see things that you may not always see. So that outside perspective from these people can be so insightful. So I really recommend that that's something that you do with them when you have some time and just ask them, hey, what do you think some of my greatest strengths are? And see if they can give you two or three. Hmm. Okay. Now, if you're a coach, is it a good idea to ask your client, maybe at the end of your coaching relationship, to say, hey, you know, it was a pleasure serving you. Uh, what did you think some of my strengths uh, were? Do you think that's a good idea as well? I think absolutely. I think any type of feedback from your clients is so beneficial. We always want to do our jobs better. Um, and if there's something that they see that we can do that, absolutely. And if they see something that made an impact, a lasting impact, you want to know that too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I think some people are scared of feedback because what if it's negative? Well, you're going to grow from negative feedback more than absolutely. you would, would from positive. People come saying, Misty, great job, great job, great job. Well, how are you going to learn with that? But if you say, 
you're doing really great, but you know the one thing you do that really confused me, annoyed me, and you're like, wow, I wasn't even aware of doing that. And a lot of people don't want to say anything. Well, we can't, as coaches, we can't correct the problem unless someone says, hey, you know what? Uh, that annoys me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. So feedback is awesome. Don't be afraid of feedback because if you ask the right people, clients, you know, friends and stuff like that, they're going to give you really good feedback. So you become a better human being. Absolutely. So nicely said. I, I agree with that completely. Feedback is one of those things that you know, is so valuable because again, it helps us grow. It helps us do our job better. Hmm. So thank okay. you. Okay. So what else you got for us? What else tip, what other tips you have in your bag <laughs> of tricks for us? So number three, I would say would definitely be look at the strengths of others. So this hmm. is where you role model people, right? Find people that are doing what you want to do and role model them. So people that are doing what they want to do and that they're successful in life, they've incorporated their strengths already. So what are some of their strengths that they utilize to do what they're doing? Is that something that could benefit you to get to that same place? So find mentors, find role models that have achieved what you want to achieve, see what they're doing, see what their strengths are, and see if that makes sense for you to incorporate into your life. Hmm. Uh, You know, that's one of the things that Grant Cardone, and I'm studying Grant Cardone, that's why I keep bringing him up on my show. And he's never been on the show, probably doesn't know I exist, but that's okay. But he says, you need to follow people who are where you want to be. So if you want a healthy marriage, don't go follow someone who's been divorced five times. If you want to become a real estate investor, well, don't go follow someone who just took a course on real estate investing. Make sure they have some skin in the game. I'm following Grant Cardone because he's got two forty million million properties he paid cash for. He's got a lot of businesses. He has a private plane. Oh, I'd love to have a private plane, especially now <laughs> nowadays, because uh, there's no security. What do you do? Blow yourself up in the plane? I mean, you know, he's a helicopter, and that's who I'm learning from. I'm not learning from somebody who, like, well, I read this thing on LinkedIn or I saw this YouTube video. You don't want to follow those people. You want to follow people like Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, Ed Milad, Brendan Burchard, Mark Cuban, uh, Damon John. You want to follow these people because you know they're successful. So make sure when you're following someone, when you're role modeling, make sure they're actually where you want to go. Not, they don't, they don't, they're not taking pictures on Instagram in front of a Maserati. They actually own the Maserati or the plane. Yep, absolutely. And I think that goes with taking advice from people as well, right? Everybody has the best of intentions to give you advice out there, (laughs) but unless they've experienced it, unless they've achieved what you want to achieve, they can't talk from experience. Right. So really, that's why it's so important to really go to the role models and mentors that have achieved what you want to achieve. Love it. Okay, got to do my. I got to do my radio voice number four. (laughs) Want to do that? It's it's a man thing. Just let me have my day. So number four is going to be look at the trainings that you're taking. So what are you currently, you know, taking for as part of trainings for work or on your own time? Um, what type of trainings have you taken in the past? These can be very insightful into ones that you've done well in. There's going to be trainings that obviously lit you up a little bit more and you're like, that was great, right? 
or there's going to be trainings that you're like, okay, yeah, that's done. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think it's really important to kind of see what lights us up with this training and what trainings we've taken more of, right? Is there a certain industry? Is there a certain area that we keep kind of gravitating towards when we're taking these trainings? Um, Are there certain trainers that we like in those areas. Maybe that's what's pulling us over there. Um, so kind of look at that and see what speaks to you, what you've taken in the past, maybe what you're taking now. Um, that maybe you keep taking. And that can add a lot of insight as well into kind of what your strengths are um, because you're going to grow your strengths, right, by taking additional trainings. Um, so this might be what you're taking trainings in already. Okay. And the final number five. (laughs) So number five is going to be, what are you spending the most time and money on? Mm. This is, this is pretty big because we tend to do things that uh, we really enjoy. We'll spend more money on it. We'll spend more time on it. So what are our hobbies that we're currently doing? Um, Are there certain places that we're going, you know, that maybe you know, and light, you know, bring us joy and lift us up and different things. And I think when you're spending your time and money on something, it's pretty important, right? We don't want to waste our time. Time is one of those things that we will never get back and we don't want to waste our money. Um, so if we're spending a lot of time and money on it, this could be something, especially if we're revisiting it, right? That could incorporate our strengths. So review this, look at what you're doing, what you're spending that time on, what you're spending that money on to see if that's something that currently speaks to your strengths and what you're you're doing currently or what you want to do going forward. And she's not talking about binge watching Netflix or <laughs> playing video games. It's not what she's talking about. If you got that, you you listened to the wrong episode. Sorry, this is <laughs> we're talking about becoming uh, living a fulfilling life. So those are really great. So again, if you missed it, um the tips uh, that you gave us, uh, you know, Feedback, 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 feedback. We can't say it enough. Uh, you know, look at the role models of other people. Who are you following? And you should be following somebody. I don't care if it's Oprah or Bill Gates or Grant Cardone. You should follow, be following someone. And I mean, follow them on social media, read their blogs, listen to their podcasts. If you're a musician, listen to their albums. You know, you should be following people like that. You know, what training are you taking? And I like that, you know, where are you spending your time and your money? I have a client of mine and I actually call her a super fan because, you know, everything I do, she just loves. And I have a monthly membership program. It costs $49 a month and it has changed her life. And so when other people come to her and they go, wow, your life has totally changed. She goes, well, yeah, I, I, you know, I went to coach Mark. I'm his membership program. Like, oh, how much is it? Oh, it's $49 a month. Like, oh, $49 a month. That's a lot of money. And she goes, you go to Starbucks every day. And spend five dollars on a drink. That's a hundred dollars a month. What's your ROI? And they're like, uh, but it's five dollars a day. No, not five dollars a day. It's a hundred dollars a month. And what happens is people look at, wow, I I, I want to get better, but ooh, it's a lot of money. I've dropped like over twelve grand since September twenty twenty one on better training. If you want to become better. You can't just do it on free YouTube videos or listening to free podcasts because there's something magical. When you put your credit card down, you put skin in the game. Now you're like, okay, I'm going to take this course. I invested money on it or I paid for this coach. I'm going to really dive in. 
that's how you live a fulfilling life. You can't get by just doing the freebie stuff. And when people say, oh, you're kind of expensive. Well, Tony Robbins charges a million dollars for 45 minutes. And like, really? I'm like, yeah. So I'm really cheap compared to Tony <laughs> Robbins. And, 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 but the thing is, is are you serious? And if you're not willing to put money and time on the line, you're not serious. Matter of fact, when you sign up for a discovery call with me, you have to answer some questions. And some of the questions are, are you serious about taking action now? Are you, do you have the resources in terms of time and money? Because if you're not, I don't want tire kickers. I don't want people going, well, maybe there's a lot of people you and I can both help. Okay. And we want serious people because we only have a certain amount of time, 24 hours a day. And we don't want people who aren't going to do the work or aren't going to show up for calls. Even though we still get paid for it, we don't want those because that doesn't light me up. And I got a feeling it doesn't light you up either. Absolutely. I would say the best thing that you can ever do in your life is invest in yourself. Yes. Yes. And if you talk to people like Tony Robbins or Grant Cardone, they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars investing themselves. That's Mm -hmm. why they are where they are. um, Tom Brady, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. He spends hundreds of thousands of dollars on coaches because he wants to get better. He's 45 years old playing a kid's game. How? Because he keeps, he invests in himself. So please, if you truly want to live a fulfilling life, take the tips that Misty gave you on the show today and do something. Don't just be a passive listener. Listen to this episode over again and again and again, and then go take action. So Misty, I really appreciate you sharing everything you share with us on the show today. I know people are going to want to find out more about you and what you're doing in the world. How do we do that? Well, they can definitely come visit my website. Uh, it's just www.mistysites.com. And there you can see my different offerings, and my coaching packages and my courses. And uh, I look forward to hopefully working with some of you in the future. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show today. It was an absolute delight talking about how people can really live their most fulfilling life. So thank you for being here today. Thank you, Mark. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. Don't forget to head on over to my website, overwhelmsucks.com and get my free guide, five quick ways to conquer overwhelm. It's my gift to you. 100% free, no strings attached, overwhelmsucks.com. And until the next episode, go be productive.